0: welcome to explore the word podcast i'm so glad you could join in today and we'll continue in our series on examining evidences of the flood and in today's episode we're going to look at flood legends uh, when we start with the bible the flood of Noah's day was an actual historical event that took place approximately uh, 4300 years ago maybe a bit more you know but it's approximate Outside the Bible, do we expect that cultures around the world would retain this history to one degree or another? And the answer is a resounding, yes, we do. There should be evidences of that in other cultures. Not to prove the word of God, but that the word of God is true because we know it is, but just again as evidence, as a support that we could utilize with other cultures to say, hey, listen, your own culture talks about this. After the flood... There was a very significant event that took place. That is the Babel, the Tower of Babel. God confused the language of the whole world because people were trying to defy God. They refused to listen to God's command given to Noah to fill the earth, Genesis 9-1. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Instead, they came together, and they built a city. There's nothing wrong with building a city, but they wouldn't disperse and replenish the earth, as they were told. And they built a tower and uh, to try to reach God. That was the purpose of it uh, in Genesis 11:4. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make a name, lest we be scattered, abroad upon the face of the whole earth. So God came down, and confused the languages, and different families came out of Babel speaking differently. Could you imagine going to work in the morning, understanding what everybody's saying, and before quitting time on the end of that day, there's a pile of different tongues being spoken, and you don't have a clue what's being said by the other. I don't know if there's a viewing room in heaven of the Bible, but if there is, I would like to watch that these language families continue to change and evolve over time again into like various sub languages or dialects that we have in our world today so splitting of ways at the tower of babel is significant for many reasons when these people went their own ways at that moment you know that day when the languages were split they took with them the same history though which was Genesis chapter 1 to Genesis chapter 11. They took that history and they ported with them to every part of the globe that they went. We have to expect that numerous details of this history will be embellished. Major events are lost over time. Names change and so on. And names changing is not like a reason not to believe it's true. We see names change here all the time. Uh, so we can expect cultures to retain to retain some of the true history of the flood. Obviously it's not error free. thankfully we have the Bible and the Bible is absolutely perfect without error. so we have that. So is there flood legends according recorded in other le- in other cultures? Absolutely. As I was reading this up about this, uh, I was really surprised to find that there was at least... 300 cultures worldwide that have some sort of flood legend in their culture that they have taught throughout time and I'm going to give you some of those so Hawaiian culture have a a flood record that tells of a time long after death of the first man the world became wicked and a terrible place Only one good man was left. His name was Nua. He made a great canoe, filled it with animals. The waters claimed covered all the earth, killed everyone except for Nua and his family and the animals that were in his canoe. Okay, flood legend. Chinese, uh, uh, northern part of China has a flood record of Fuwa. His wife, and his three sons and three daughters escaped a great flood and were only people alive on the earth. Miao culture, which represents people from southern China, uh, Vietnam, Laos, Thailand, you know, that part of the world, said it rained for 40 days and then 55 days of mist. The whole world was flooded. Anua, a little play on Noah and his family survived on a great boat along with male and female of the animals. Tanzania Their flood uh legend goes like this. Rivers began to flood. God took two people to a great ship. He told them to take lots of seed, to take lots of animals. The waters eventually covered the tallest of the mountains. The flood stopped. They let a dove go to see if the land was ready. The dove returned. Later they released a hawk, which did not return. Uh, Then they left the boat and took the animals and seeds with them. Now, if you are familiar with the story of Noah and the flood, you would see that there are certain details that certainly do coincide with the biblical record. It's pretty amazing. As well as seeing names for Noah, there's, well, uh, oh, sorry, outside of the, the flood story, we see numerous languages for a name for Noah. Uh, and uh, here's a few in uh, German, Scandinavian, and Nua. Uh, East Africa is Timbanot. Uh, in Central Asia, as Naman. In India, as Manu. Uh, Ottawa. Native American tribe, it's Nanbajab. uh, Ottawa tribe, this is interesting, comes from the Manitoulin Islands and the Bruce Peninsula. So it's very close to where we are in the GTA if you live in this GTA area listening. So a tribe that lived here long before the Europeans arrived had a name for Noah and the flood. Isn't that incredible? I mean we are far away from the Middle East uh, where the Mount uh, or the Noah's Ark rested and the people began and, uh, and the cradle of civilization they call it. Amazing. And there's a bunch of other cultures that have names for Noah. And then there's a bunch of cultures that have uh, actually at least a hundred <clears throat> have kept record of Noah's wife's name. We don't even have a biblical record for that. Uh, but in in Armenium, Uh, They have a name for her as Nemzar. Uh, They have a name for her in Italy as Set. In the Anglo-Saxon language, which a lot of uh, first European settlers in North America came from, is Dahlia. Meow culture again, I mentioned earlier. uh, Gabalowin, I believe that's how you say her name. And uh, there's a bunch of other ones. Uh, Obviously, I'm not going to name off all the hundred. Flood legends are an excellent confirmation of what we expect to find in a biblical worldview. If there was an evolutionary process over a million, billions of years, why would so many cultures have a massive global flood account in their history? I've mentioned people all over the place... uh, you know, in Ireland, Canada, southern China, India, other places I haven't mentioned, uh, Aztec people. So, Central America, you know, part of uh, uh, northern uh, South America, um, Pacific Islands, Alaska, Ethiopia, Persia, which is Iran, and many others. Just another proof positive that the flood really did happen. Flood legends are useful, as I said in the beginning, in us presenting the gospel as well and in witnessing that you know their own language, their own culture cultural group has a history of a worldwide flood and we could use the flood and creation and the Babel legends for you know reaching these people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, some cultures actually have a record Of the Babel experience where you know the flood took place and then later on the languages were confused which is totally incredible Genesis can be used to reveal to everyone that we're connected to Creator uh, and that Creator came to save us uh, from our sins and from death and we all have in common our grandparents Adam and Eve hey that's the source right God created them and from them uh the world began so it's uh, pretty amazing so thank you for listening in today i hope it's been a help and encouragement to you have a great day and until next time keep exploring the word and looking to jesus